In a world where Mad Lab Theater. What are you doing? Making the Mad Lab ad for Cinema Wheeler Tay. Oh, here's my other one. Susan thought it was just another day, and then she met Mad Lab. Why don't you just say that Mad Lab is the new works theater in downtown Columbus, featuring hilarious comedies, powerful dramas, improv with FFN, the annual Young Writers Festival, and the longest running shorts festival in central Ohio, Theater Roulette. That sounds pretty awesome, especially when I do it over the Star Wars theme. Star Wars is always a good choice. Mad Lab, the original. For more information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or visit us at madlab.net. to another episode of Cinema Wheeler Tay. It's uh, Sean, Tony, and Scott once again. Hello. Yeah, hi. Hey. And we're joined, as usual, by a very <laughs> special guest. Uh, he's a good friend of ours from uh, Hashtag Comedy, a local improv comedy troupe in town, <laughs> yes. uh, as well as the Conspiracy Band, yes. uh, Joe Moore. Yay! I'm Welcome! I'm here, and I'm sorry I'm late, but... <laughs> That's I'm all right. Yeah, they all know you're late. That's, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, the internet they, does y'all not. Y'all knew. No, no, they knew. No, they knew. They was like, no. I know we already talked about the Wizard of Oz and taking back the curtain. Of <laughs> <laughs> how you make the how you make the ice cream. But... Now it's out there. It's yeah. no longer a rumor. Uh, well, it's, no, it's, no, no, no. The podcast is going to be posted late, too, because of me. It's yeah. good. Exactly. I'm everything. It's but, pushed everything back. That's, that's right. Like, that's yeah. right. So we, we hope you pause it and come back an hour later. That's so right. Proper. Right. Well, you'll be all caught up. So Joe's here today because uh, we're going to talk about a very specific movie. Uh, I think it's obviously in the annals of all-time classics. <laughs> and very highbrow. Yes. In fact, I think it was probably the best movie released in 1995. No wow. doubt, the best one. The released. best one in 1995. <laughs> that is a stretch. Well, I think, when you're nine years old, it was the best one in 1995. I, I think it's fair to say it's the best uh, film based off of a Fox uh, children's television series in 1995. I will give you that. That's, that's probably, that was a, you see how he put all, he layered all that in. <laughs> yeah, this. I did. The best movie in 1995. Made by a children's show floating on Fox. Exactly. Actually, according to Wikipedia, this movie is tagged as 1995 American superhero film based on a television <laughs> series of the same name. Yes. <laughs> and that name would be the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. The movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the movie. The movie, the yeah. Movie. It's not just, just not Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It has the movie. And I'd like to add on the cover of the um, movie pa- poster or the art, it says the logo is the power is on. <laughs> Are you ready for that? <laughs> just, just to get us all hyped. The power is on. <laughs> I want to say, because I'm going to go through for all of us, but this was a new experience for me because the the, the 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 initial contact I had with this property was the bare minimum. I was in high school when this movie came out. Yep. I think it was a freshman or sophomore year in high school. So I didn't really get a lot of exposure. The few moments of exposure I got to the Power Rangers was flipping through channels maybe on a Saturday morning. 
and not knowing what the hell was going on. Yep. <laughs> it was so crazy because everything was overdubbed, but there were American actors, but then overdubbed actors. It was just a strange thing. So never really, you know, it was not really geared towards me anyway. Let's let's be honest, but it was still a disconcerting thing to watch on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I watched. I watched it. Too. I watched it so Saturday mornings, yeah. Wednesdays, so... or whatever day it was on the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched it so much that I got mad when they went to the Turbo Rangers, and I was like, "This is crap!" and stopped watching it. <laughs> yeah. And instead of being nineteen, it was like, "No, that's, that's crap." <laughs> I got mad in season three when Amy Jo Johnson left, and they replaced her with Cat. There you go. Pink uh, Ranger went downhill after that. Right in there. fact, the show actually went downhill. I'm kind of curious with both of you, like your own personal histories with the Power Rangers, how did you guys actually get into them and what kept you going? Like what, what, what grabbed you? What kept I'll, you? I'll let things? you start. Well, um, I was the show's target audience. In 1995, <laughs> I was nine years old and I was um, very athletic and I just saw a lot of myself in the Pink Ranger, which is why I think I really latched onto that character. But I don't know. It just was a new show and I started watching it. I never really liked superheroes prior to that. You know, Superman, Batman, I knew about them, but I wasn't really into them that much. I played Barbies. Um, So it was kind of strange for me to like a show like this. But my best friend, my fourth grade best friend, um, Brian Husak, if you're out there and you're listening, uh, hi, I hope you're well. We, uh, I don't know, we just liked the show and we would watch it together and whenever, whatever episode was on TV that night, after the episode, because I think the show came on at like 4 o'clock. It was right. only half an hour or so. When it was over, Brian and I would go outside and we would reenact the episode that we just watched. Wow. And I would always play the Pink Ranger and he was always the Green Ranger until, of course, he became the White Ranger. Then he was the White Ranger. And that was our experience with it. And in fact, when the movie came out, we went and saw the movie together, which was a huge deal, you know, when you're nine, like going to, to see a movie was, was really rad. And we actually went and had McDonald's. Yeah! <laughs> so this, we went and had McDonald's, which when you're nine is like the best place to eat. Ooh, especially when you're 30. So. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's really my history with the show. And I quickly became obsessed. I went, I had Power Ranger memorabilia. I had a watch that when you pressed it, it would do like the do 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 And it was pink. And I had a Power Ranger, Pink Ranger Barbie doll, t-shirts, a pink Power Ranger bedspread, Power Ranger curtains that match the bedspread. Let's see, what else? I don't know. I had all of it. And then I was stupid and didn't save it and sell it on eBay 20 years later. Tony's story is way better than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I was 17 when the Power Rangers came out and just thought it was a cool-ass show to watch, so... That's the extent of it. That's all I got. I right, right, have, right. I didn't buy any of the toys. I didn't buy. I used to actually work at KB Toys, and so it was cool to KB. actually sell. Yeah, KB right. Toys, yeah. man. KB Toys, boy. Still a <laughs> So you were selling them, basically. I was selling day. the Power Rangers. And so the kids would come and be like, "You got Tommy?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got Tommy." <laughs> <laughs> wow, you sound like a dealer. That's right. Yeah. Well, I got that. I got that new Green Ranger. Y'all want it? You know. <laughs> Uh, um, who's your favorite ranger? Uh, it, it, it would have to probably be Tommy. Uh, I was okay with Zach before yes. he left the show. Ironically, he only had he four fingers. He was, um... Did, did anybody know that? He only had four know. fingers? Yes, I did not Zach know that. only had four fingers. I didn't wow. know the show allowed you to look at subtle things. But <laughs> wasn't he like Zach a only had four fingers. <laughs> Boom, internets. But you yeah. didn't know that. Um... 
Wasn't he like a, um, I have, uh, in the I have show, no each of them had like a hobby, like Kimberly did gymnastics, mm. Tommy did karate. Wasn't he like a hip hop artist? A hip-hop, he was a hip hop dancer. I've never seen him break dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Billy was like a scientist. Yeah. Trini. Nobody well, knew what Trini did. I know what she did. She Nobody just kind of hung out. Yeah, it, it, that's the thing when we go into this movie too is I've learned this very quickly. If you didn't watch the television show, this movie is is very like tough to get your brain around. It's not like it's complicated stuff. It's a basic, simple premise. But I was having a hard time distinguishing one Power Ranger from the other. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait a minute, you couldn't tell by the colors. <laughs> I, then I knew. The color they are. <laughs> the colors were fine. Like I, I was glad that they had a color scheme that I could tell one character from the other. But personality wise, I didn't really get much of a, a glimpse into who they were. Well, That's it's because, funny because yeah. it, they were all, it, in the original show, they were all different, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, they all had their own different personalities. And when Tommy first started with the show, he was the bad guy. Yeah. Right. The first few episodes, he was the bad guy. And then all of a sudden, it was like, he was a good guy. And you could tell, you know, different personalities. But with this movie, when they changed out uh, Zach, uh, Tommy's gone. Trini. No, Tommy's Trini's here. gone. It's the red or, uh, the uh, who's one. The, who's, one who's, who's the, who, the Jason. Jason's, Jason's gone. The red one. So yeah. now, yeah, that Adam and Aisha and Rocky, and yeah. now they are just like the same. It's like, who are these people? I read somewhere, like, uh, doing the limited research I did this week on it, but I did read that there was this, like, this huge uh, story arc with the Green Ranger that everyone yeah, loved. Is that funny. the one you were talking yeah, about? Okay. Funny. Because I guess that's the most popular story arc in the whole series, was well, that? Well, the thing is, is that he, like, like um, Joe was saying, he started off as a bad guy. But the actual actor, um, what's his name? Jason, Jason David, David Frank. Frank. Yeah. He, Welcome. he actually is into martial arts, so most of the stunts and stuff that he did on the TV show and even in the movies, that was legit. Um, and Jason David Frank is still to this day yes. milking the living hell out of his Power Rangers name. <laughs> so is Andy Joe Johnson, the Pink Ranger. Did he get in trouble recently? Jason David Frank? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Did he? I, mean, I think he got in trouble doing. He got arrested for something. Was he wearing his Power Ranger suit trying to <laughs> start? I'll get on that. There uh, you go. Yeah. There you go. That might have been what happened there. Uh, but I did read about that, and I also read that like the the reason that story arc was so popular was because uh, I guess the Power Rangers lost most of those episodes because usually they would win at the end of the episode. They beat the villain. Yes. But He's, but yeah. this one they actually got creamed yep. like in three of the four episodes. I don't episodes. remember how he turned into being good, but when he turned into being good, then he became the White Ranger. Okay, but I do. He's the ponytail guy, do, right? Yes, in the movie. Okay, I do remember that episode for a special reason because oh. that episode where Tommy became the White Ranger and Zordon was surprising the Rangers with a new Ranger, and then they discovered that it was Tommy. Kimberly fainted because she and the Green Ranger, you know, are kind of starting to date. And then when she fell to the ground and fainted, and when Tommy kind of like lifted her up, he kissed her. And the reason I remember that is what because is right I now? had my first kiss when I was reenacting that episode with my best friend Brian. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your story is. It was cute. It was really cute. Did you guys wear the masks and everything too? No, we didn't have the masks. Did you take off your mask like, and then kiss you? I, no, I'm just trying to figure out. I would always wear pink, you know, like how the pink ranger would wear yes. pink clothes, and he would always wear green, and then he changed to wear white. Right. So we kind of emulated the Power Rangers in our. Oh, I guess he. I guess the only worst thing he did is he was just talking shit about CM Punk doing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because he's an MMA player yeah. too. Yeah. But CM Punk. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Uh, 
Well, it, it, you I was wrong. He's, he's an upstanding individual. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean to disparage. He's just a power. I apologize to the uh, Jason David Frank fans. Don't come here. Yeah. He's, no. a, he's a hero based on don't this movie. Scott. Don't come here. He beat Ivan Ooze. Come on. That's true. He did. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he was the leader. This property clearly had an influence on you, though, because anybody who's friends with you, at least on Facebook, knows that you use this. It's morphin' time. That's right. It's a, it's a catchphrase. So. That's right. That works. I mean, it's that shows the, that the show still has something that holds on to people. That people are still referencing it even now, twenty years later. That's it. That's it. So plus, I always thought that if I had one of those things, and I would just be like, "It's morphin' time." I would turn into a ninja who would kick everybody's ass. <laughs> I, I do have a question though, right off the bat, Shoot. about this movie. Why don't they just immediately morph into the most powerful thing? I and don't just, know. They like go in stages, like. Well, think of so there are other movies that there there were so many transformations. Yeah, like, yeah. like He Man's transformation took forever, yeah. and the bad guys. What are the, what are the bad guys doing while these transformations take place? Yeah, right, just waiting. Yeah, like is it in real time? How does it work? You know. Now I can see if, if they would explain it like, oh, it takes a lot of effort and it's it drains a lot of like energy to to go from here to that. Right. Uh, I but they never explained it. Just, no. <laughs> it just seems like they're always surprised things escalate. But, <laughs> no, but I remember at one point when they went to that new world, they didn't the have powers. Remember the right. didn't work, so they actually couldn't morph until they became the ninja. Well, at that part, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. talking about in general. Why does it? Take you see it on the TV parties? show all the time. Well, no, on the TV show, a lot of times they would fight the putties like in the park, and they wouldn't morph. Right. It was only when they had a big monster or something that needed that they needed the power. To combine together to morph into the Megazord. Well, did, yeah, didn't they need to, to combine additional powers to save their... Was, was it Zoron? Is yes. that his name? Yes. Zord- Zordon. Zordon, yeah. Yes. Zordon. By the way, I hate Zordon's voice. Uh, it's everybody normal. hates Zordon's voice. <laughs> but Brian Cranston is playing him in the new movie. I know. Who, incidentally, was also, I guess, a voice on the TV series. Like, Brian Cranston didn't provided... did he play Lord Zed? Was it Lord Zed? Or? No, I think he... Did he play Lord no, Zed? Or... Uh, he did one of the... That was Robert Axelrod. Oh. He, he did one of the uh, mini pig, or did he do the guitar playing? Guy? He did a snake guy. I've seen a yeah. He did a snake guy. Yeah, it, it's, he's in. You wouldn't if you didn't know it was Brian Cranston. You wouldn't know. It yeah, because it was like high pitched voice, like Ah, Power Rangers! I'm going to destroy you. Ah, you know, that's I'm looking what, that up right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, but Zoron, Zordon, Zordon. I gotta. Zordon. I'm gonna keep. Keep talking Zordon. All right. Keep, keep talking about Zordon. His voice is terrible. Like his normal voice. Like I actually. I have the page pulled up. Nicholas Bell plays Zordon. Zordon. Okay. Nicholas Bell is. Because it sounds like Power Rangers. Yep. Power Rangers. You actually do a good job. I know. That's, I, that's I, why didn't you get this role? I'm available for. Uh, yeah, I, I should have gotten the Zordon reboot <laughs> role. Uh, but Power Rangers, Power Rangers. it warms my heart to see you. Room. You know, that's basically it, it's weird, and it's and then I, I do feel like there's pathos when he's dying through most of the movie, where he's, you know, but why is he in that cage? I don't understand how he got what in the cage. cage? You mean why well, is his face enlarged? Yeah, his face is enlarged, and he doesn't come out of it. But then Ivanus invades his lair. I will yes. tell you why. If okay. You'd like to know why? Yes, I would. I would. I would explain exactly why. Oh, okay. Zordon 
An interdimensional being is trapped in a time warp. Wait a minute, stop, stop. <laughs> I thought you was going to actually explain it from uh, your own experience. <laughs> you are explaining it from Wikipedia. Give us your own... Turn this off and give us your own opinion okay. on why Zordon is where he is. Okay, take two. Zordon, <laughs> an interdimensional being is trapped in a time warp. Okay, so that's true. He, is a, he, he offers sage advice to the rangers. He actually hand-picked these these teenagers, the five six teenagers, um, and he is like forever at war with Rita Repulsa, who okay. is Lord Zed's wife. Okay. The first original bad guy was Rita Repulsa, and Correct. then she met Lord Zed, and they got married. And that's did they get married? Those two are married. Yeah, on the TV show, they did actually have a wedding. Wow. Why would they have to get, why can't they just have a working relationship? Why well, they, they got married, so that's how that happened. And the reason that he, the reason that we only see his head and his face and stuff is because he's, you know, in this interdimension. And what happens is in the movie when Ivan News breaks into the, the, the ranger station, which only took five minutes. Exactly. <laughs> no one else can break into the ranger station. It took Ivan News five minutes. Where is it? Ten minutes into the movie. No knows. one knows where it is. It's probably the basement of a Walmart. That's right. <laughs> That's right. It took Ivan News ten minutes into the movie to get into the place. <laughs> He knew where it was. He knew exactly he where it was. I think he did, actually. I was like, what? To, to give him credit, Ivanus is actually the best character in this movie. 100%. Yeah. I think that. I think the Pink Ranger is the best Let's see. Uh, here you go. Here you go. Ivanus, 6,000 years sleep, right? right. So Ivanus has... He'd been defeated so, by Zordon before. Okay, if he's so powerful, what the hell did they do to put him in that thing in the first place? I, oh. Who's gonna explain it? I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, apparently, teenagers beat him before, like the teenage Power Rangers from six thousand years ago with Zordon beat him before. I also would like to point out that what, wait, when did when did the Native Americans come over? No, no. it's so bad. This is why it makes it makes this movie so bad. Like this one monster, he comes in, he wrecks shop, he gets into the the, the place in within again ten minutes. And he has all these references yes. that he missed. He missed the Black Plague. And he missed the Brady Bunch reunion. That's a line in the movie. Yes. It is. Yes. How did you know about the Brady Okay, so right. you're saying that there's, a, there's a missing TV. scene where he just watches TV <laughs> right, for five minutes. Right. And he just... That's the movie I want to see. Where I've been bored for 6,000 years. It's like it's a 6,000-year-old being and it's been asleep for 6,000 years, but then he's filled with pop cultural references, like you said. Yes. Like, he comes into the lair, honey, I'm home. Right. Not only that, he's he's a he's a Borscht Belt comedian. You know, he's like, like a vaudevillian. He's like the Power Ranger. He's like the Freddy Krueger version for Power Rangers. Yeah. 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 There you go. That's true. He's always doing puns and stuff. I think okay. I think Paul Freeman went off screen. He's like, fuck the script. That's exactly what I happened. have to say one more thing about Zordon. You just have to finish. I have to read you the rest of this Wikipedia description because it's hilarious. Okay. okay. Zordon. He once had a corporal human form, but now appears as a floating head in an energy chamber. As what happens to all of us. I'd like to also point right. out that Wikipedia can be written by anyone. So. Right. I just like how they state that. But now lives as a floating head in an energy chamber. That'd be great if he's like Walt Disney. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he's just, I used to be Walt Disney I when I worked at the Zordon. And he's uh, got the Power Rangers, this animatronic <laughs> presence. <laughs> Well, they love terms like that because uh, Ivan News is consistently referred to as a morphological being. In this. Morphological being. Morphological yes. being, yeah. You can turn into anything and anyone. Yeah. Even an old creepy man at a, <laughs> <laughs> at a carnival giving free ooze to kids. Yeah, and everything he said rhymed. 
Well, yeah, yeah he had a little rap in the middle of it. Yeah. Right, yeah. he did. I love the scene where he finally takes over. Compl- no, why the villains didn't think that this guy would want to be in control when they freed him is beyond me. Like, th- if this guy was used to being in control and he's like the, like the Ivan the Terrible of his time frame, right. why would you free him and think, hey, he's going to be on our side 100%? I know why Zordon is Because they're idiots. They are. Those two are useless. I know Zed and Rita Repulsa. Well, we have to first. We have to say that Zed is Mr. Goodbody. One. <laughs> uh, Would you say he's thin-skinned? Jesus Christ! Oh my God. Yeah, you, you're, you're adding bad lines <laughs> that, to the movie. Was that an Ivan News line? Yeah, that was an Ivan News line. Yeah, yeah. Why, why, why did they write that? That is a that is a perfect Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. You seem a little thin-skinned. Let's put you in a bubble. <laughs> You ooze, you lose. That's the line from the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, why? Yeah. why? Why do you put them in a like a snow globe? Why an angel globe? Because he's fun. Uh, but can. why that? Why can't he just put them in a prison? All the he can do. He can make this guy can make big insects. He can zombify parents of angel globe, and he put Rita and Zed in a snow globe. I love when he creates those birds because they look like oh, rejects from yes. Labyrinth. Yes. They look like yes. those things that pull their heads off on Labyrinth. Yes, and, they do. <laughs> and they're all quirky. Like they all have they have more personality than the Power Rangers just from birth. The Tengu Warriors, <laughs> boy. The Tengu Warriors. It's crazy. He like he likes creating armies out of out of out of ooze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first well, that's was his deal. That's the six he people he sent after the Power Rangers. Right. Mm-hmm. I have to say, like, Ivanus is a proactive leader because the other two just sit around making barking orders at people and complaining. Ivanus is proactive. He's on the front lines that's doing right. all the work. All those other guys are like he's a fun boss for those guys. Yeah, maybe he's insulting occasionally, but he actually treats those guys pretty well. That's I mean, true. I don't, that's I don't, true. And I must say though, this is the end of the line for ooze and pop culture. <laughs> it started <laughs> with the sliming and Nickelodeon and the mm-hmm. did the turtles. <laughs> And this is this is where I think this is where the world became all right enough of the ooze. We're, we're good. Yeah, the guy's name is Ivan Ooze too. Yeah, yeah. They like, just went all in on the ooze. They probably did it on purpose too. Like you know what, we got to get out of this. They had ooze six thousand years ago. That's, That's the right. Best part that they ooze six thousand years. I'm ago. surprised they don't call him the teenage power movement. Like, oh my goodness, guys, this is interesting. So according to Wikipedia, anyway, on the critical reception. They're talking about how someone, Roger Ebert, said that he felt the characters, with the exception of Ivan News, lacked personality. Ivan News was... He had the most personality in the whole movie. He did. Well, besides Lord Zed. Long live Lord Zed. Yeah, he's saying he loved Ivan News and didn't like the other characters. Wow. Uh, Yeah, which... I'll be honest with you. I think the problem Ebert had is Ebert probably wasn't the guy who watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that's, show. That's the thing. So he doesn't know yeah, their you personalities. Really have to watch the show in order to even... Have any kind of link to the movie in a way. Like otherwise, you just you're like, what is this? That's the problem with with a show that's based on the television series. That when you just put it out there, you, you assume that everyone is going to see it. Are fans now? They do have a scroll at the beginning of this, like right. Star Wars, to kind of explain the background on it for people. But nobody really wants to spend time reading a scroll. <laughs> well, right. you, let me ask you this: Would yeah. you say the same thing about Star Wars? What? What do you mean? Oh. Nobody wants to spend time reading this. But novel. Star Wars is elegant in the way it puts its scroll. <laughs> right. Sean wins this one. I it it grabs you. you like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, I probably read it back then, but when I watched it recently, I did not read it. That's why I, I kind of just slayed through it. You, you don't know. need the scroll. I don't scroll. Yeah. I was, they, they hooked me with the skydiving, though. I'll tell you that much. It should have been called Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and the Extreme Sports. Skydiving. And then the rollerblading all through the city. Yeah, well, like, what was that whole, that whole open? 
opening was just bad. Yeah. This is, you gotta remember, in 95, this is when action sports was yeah. cool. Uh, skateboarding, rollerblading, uh, skydiving. So, but they did all three? They, yes. they blew their whole the extreme minutes. sports they only, I only budget. Oh, wait, wait. The White Ranger combined... Uh, he had the board on Oh, yeah, skydiving. he had the boogie board. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the only one. What does he get off? <laughs> Listen, like, why does he get a he's the white He just ranger. does whatever he wants. He and why does that matter? You're falling in the sky. Why, why do you need a board? I don't understand that. Because he's, cool he's the white ranger. And he had a ponytail. Come on. He had a ponytail. If you had a ponytail, you'd be way cooler than you are. And if someone could explain why, what the, what the, how they made money for the charity doing that, I... They had to hit the mark. Maybe all the people know see him. As much as I would say, nothing means nothing. This is how this is how cool you know Tommy is. Tommy is so cool that he's dressed in all white the entire time, and in every fight, you never see one stain on him, ever. That's because he's that good. He's he is, that good. He is that good. He falls and gets kicked and rounding, and no stain on him. It's a white clothes. On. Yeah. One plot point I do want to cover is saving Zordon's life, where they go to that other planet. With the lady from Brave in yeah. bikini. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was her name again? Um, I, I forget. Now, she Dulcia. has some... Dulcia. Dulcia, yeah. Yep. Dulcia. Now, Dulcia has some kind of relationship with Zordon back then, and she keeps calling Ivan Hoos a monster. I'm like, Ivan Hoos is just more of a prankster <laughs> than right. a monster. He's really not, like, e- you know, evil in the sense that, you know, the Joker from The Dark Knight is evil. This guy, all he does wants... He just wants to possess people with ooze. It's very insulting, too. He, yeah. called, he, he called her, and I quote, a miserable, manipulative, loathsome she-devil of a witch. That's right, he did. <laughs> You're welcome. Those yeah. are fighting words, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start yes, calling everybody that. <laughs> I would say Ivan Ooze, too, like, when he has his slaves, when he's enslaved all these people as, like, slave labor. He's like, yes. And he goes, I'm bored. And he starts having that guy do the Watutsi and yes. the twist or whatever <laughs> and the surf music. Like, yes. what the hell? Drinking <laughs> so a drink, so they were going. Ah, yeah. and it was it was a smoking drink too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Which I don't know what so that meant. It's like you just go drink. What does the guy? What does the guy made of ooze eat? Right. <laughs> or where, do you, yeah. where do you get that drink? Where Where's his sustenance? He probably you know? made it from the ooze itself. I mean, that's where he so got it. So he's drinking himself. <laughs> he's basically drinking he's himself. A weird guy. <laughs> I, I would hate to be the actor though, that's paid to be that construction worker. That's all you have to do is go do 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 do. It starts dancing to surf music. I'd love to be that guy. Who knows how much he got paid just to do that for five seconds? He probably got paid a little bit more than everybody else. Yeah, he probably did. A little bit. <laughs> he got some emphasized screen time. Right there, you go. Yeah. Uh, I, was, to I wouldn't show that to my children That would be on my Dad, reel is that you? Just to let you guys know I do have Sign some acting experience right. I have some acting experience I, I was in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie I did the Watutsi That's right. For five minutes For Avenues and Godar Yeah So Avenues looks like Eddie Monster Or yes, not Eddie He looks like yeah. Grandpa Monster He yeah. looks like the vampire from Gremlins 2 I think he looks the most, <laughs> the most like Grandpa Monster. Well, well actually, that guy from Gremlins Two looks like Grandpa Monster, and then Apocalypse from the new X Men. Wow, yeah, he does. There's he a does. fan theory that uh, Apocalypse and Ivan News have the same origin, <laughs> which is weird. Look that, that up. would be. Like, I'll let you know. And the time periods match up. Yeah. Yeah. So I would like to see those two meet up. I, mean, I think their demeanors are slightly different. <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. Just, just slightly. But they both get armies, and they both can change their size. Does Apocalypse have any wisecracks, though? That's, yeah. That's, yeah see? that's up for debate. Now, now the, mean, the ooze this, is winning. Maybe this picture inspired. 
character. And I'm sure it did in many, many ways. Like a grandpa monster. The oh, actor, okay. Scott pointed this out to me, the actor Paul Freeman was actually the main villain of Raiders of the Lost Dark. He was the French archaeologist. Oh. It's, that's the same actor. Yeah. And I'm telling you... Look you, how the mighty have fallen. I know. <laughs> yeah. You go from fighting Indiana Jones in one of the greatest movies of all time. For anybody, anybody who loves blockbusters, Raiders is probably one of most people's favorite. Right. Uh, I don't think people are saying Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, is in that same league. Maybe I'm... I don't know. think anyone's saying that. <laughs> no, they no. Are, please. Yeah, get out of there. Get out of there. Right. Uh, but he has the best performance in the movie. He He's the most fun. He gets into it. He knows it's schlocky, and he just kind of goes full throttle, yeah. 110% commits to it. Well, you have to. He's probably in, in like 14 hours of makeup each morning. I know. Right? He's the main character in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yeah, all he looks all like the people Ted that look like I have Oh, my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> or those people that look like Ted Cruz. Yeah, but that makes who is sense. this? I have no idea. Somebody uh, from an 80s band? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, oh my god. Wow. I just. It's crazy. Uh, he's actually the main character of this movie. He gets more screen time than anybody. Oh, no, he does. Yeah. yeah. For well, sure. It's his story arc, really, that, that, that <laughs> provides the impetus of the action. It does. It's um, beautiful. He kills. Uh, he tries to kill Zordon. His problem is though he doesn't kill anybody. He he's too. Here's I the problem with the villains and Money Man. They let everybody else to do the work for them. Well, well more more so. Delegating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are delegators. If you have the power to remove Zordon from the time warp or floating head thing or whatever you read there, the energy too. Yeah. But you don't have the power to kill him. Yeah. But what's going on? You have the Locked power to put back. Zed and, and, and Rita in a snow globe, but you don't have the power to kill them. You have the power to turn all the parents in the Angel, of Angel Grove into zombies, and then you make them kill themselves? Yes. Leap to our doom. Like, yeah. come on, Ivan. I think he's a prankster, honestly. Yeah, I think that's, that's what it, it is. I don't think he has any concern about killing people. What I do love is the people, he puts that ooze in the house, right? Like yes. that one neighbor. Now, if you had this weird-looking like bottle <laughs> that's sitting on your counter that wasn't there before you left in the morning, yes. would you just go up and go, hmm, and open it up? Nope. <laughs> I'm going to touch it. Nope. That's what this guy does. He goes and that's right not in. all, and that's, he's not the only guy that did that. Apparently, all the <laughs> I know, the whole neighborhood went full bore yeah, into by this. by the time he walked out of his apartment, this Jeep is already filled with... <laughs> Which, again, only took five minutes. <laughs> yes. This guy's efficient, okay? I know he's He's he is. He's an extraordinarily efficient prankster. <laughs> there's no end. Think he kind of looks like Freddy Krueger in a way. Yeah, yeah. there's a, a slight resemblance. He's just some Freddy Krueger-ish. He looks like an evil grandmotherly witch figure. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of what they're yes. going for. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, very efficient. Everything, every one of his plans, he goes, "I'm going to do this," and then five minutes later, it goes into you're like, "Wow, he's proactive." He's, he's, <laughs> Why these minions? <laughs> he's very laid back. Yeah, these minions are full bore into it's like, "Wow, we hate those other two. We really like this guy." <laughs> yeah. and why did why did uh, um, why didn't Rita Repulsa and General, what's his general? Zed. Lord Zed. Lord, Lord, Lord Zed. General Zod. Not, I'm sorry. General to everybody. Ooh. That would be. Everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize to Michael Shannon and uh, wow. the other guy. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Lord. Lord Zed. Lord Zed. Right. Mr. Goodbody. Z-E-D-D. There's a lot of Z names in this. Z-E-D-D. Here's the thing. Yes. All they did to uncover was the dig. Yes. 
So, so, That's it. and it's clear that everybody knew this guy existed except for the Power Rangers. Yes. Because Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa, Lord Zed at least knew. Yep, Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa knew. And this is a guy that creates monsters that do things. Yes. Why couldn't he create a monster that dug him up at some point? <laughs> or create a monster to dig up the thing, the, the other monsters. I don't know. Yeah, like what the... Well, Have you guys seen some of the merchandise about hiding the Where are you going? <laughs> Stick to the... No, turn and get away. <laughs> wow, there's so much on Ivan Ooze out there that I didn't Ivan even realize. Ooze stickers, guys. He's a cult figure. There are Ivan Ooze stickers for sale that have a picture of Ivan Ooze with his ooze saying, let's get sticky. <laughs> this, this, this Which is, is a line from the movie. Yeah, it is. There are a lot of bad lines in this. We'll go over that later. There are, there are a lot of bad lines, but not my bad line. Which is, Jeez. <laughs> I, I really don't want to touch space on the Power Rangers and their personalities because they have none. Yes, <laughs> they do in the, mo- in the TV show. I, right, but in this movie, they they they've lost. All I, why do they turn into rainbows racing to another planet? How, what what is They're the not background rainbows. on it? That's their energy. It's the oh. color. It's their energy, and it's in the color of whatever their ranger color is. It's their comet tail. Yeah, I'm sorry. I... Get it right or pay the price. Get it They're wow, taking their a, energy. Is that the movie? Get it right or pay the price. That, that was a bad line, too. I, I, I'm I, I, that that might have been. Yeah. I'm putting that down. I am, I am disappointed right. that the Power Rangers aren't coded by race in this movie like they normally are. In a TV show. Well, I don't know. The White, white ranger, ranger is white. The White Ranger is the coolest. <laughs> And he is oh a male. What's that about? I male. heard about that. Like, we're, we're not. We're not going there. Though. Just... <laughs> what was the TV show thinking? Like, because I heard about. I read about that this week. That <laughs> well, Zach, Zach was the black ranger. Zach was the black. He was black. He, he, he was black, black, and he was black. Yeah. And Trini was yellow, and she was the yellow ranger. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> she, that was racist. She was yeah. Asian. She was Asian. The they flipped yellow. them in this yeah. one. They, yes. they did. I don't know. Is the black ranger? He's well. I don't know. Like, I, don't know what, I don't know. What I don't know. ethnic background is. But. Aisha's black, and now she's a yellow ranger in this movie. And then Tommy I do like Aisha because she has the coolest move in the movie, what does where, she do? where two two of the bad guys grab her, and she she gets her arms, and then she does a twist, and they like fly off. I don't yes. know. that's in the beginning of the movie. Uh, so, and it looked like she did her own stunt there. She may have. Yeah. Yeah. So I have mad props to Aisha. And that's it. That's the only thing that she does. Well, she was well, in the the season. Amy Jo Johnson did. All, she used to be a gymnast, so she did all of her backflips and stuff. Remember, yeah. there was like a scene where she did backflip after backflip after backflip. Did the Blue Ranger her. do his own backflips? No, I don't know. Probably not. I don't think the Blue Ranger did anything <laughs> of his own. Well, I Jackie love, Chan should have been in this movie because he does his own stuff. Blue Ranger. I love when they're receiving their spirit animals. Oh my god. Like the way she describes their spirit animals, like you have the elegance of a crane, therefore you're a crane. And then they get over to uh, Adam, <laughs> yeah. and Adam goes, "I'm a frog." Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "But a frog is no bitch. I'm a fucking frog." Yeah, and I she mean, never explains it. She, she never like, explains no, she it. But look what happens when you kiss a frog. Yeah, but then I'm not a frog. I'm a human. But I'm, st- I'm, <laughs> I'm a frog right I'm still now. A fucking frog. Is, did you run out of animals? <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. That's the. It's basically like, look, we don't respect you very much. We don't know what you do for the team, so we're just making you a frog. Oh yeah, they gave the black ranger a frog, y'all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not giving you a rhino, right? They gave Aisha a bear, so everybody in the row after that is like, oh shit, this is gonna be nice, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, in all fairness, the pink ranger is a 
crane. I know, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, well, we're making fun of that, too. A, isn't that a martial arts? But, the, <laughs> but the frog is more humiliating. Bill or something. You get the crane, the crane. No, the point is, he's not happy being a frog. No one is. <laughs> no one is happy no. with Adam's frog. Yeah. And she does a terrible job explaining it. It was very insulting to him. That's all I'm going to say. There are a lot of sweet-ass yeah. animals out there that were not considered. <laughs> all right, all a right. A cheetah? How about a cheetah? All right, Scott. Five other animals there that Adam could have received besides the frog. A rhinoceros. One. Right, panther. Yeah. Panther. Yeah, there Two. you go. Cougar. Cougar. Oh, they're good at it. They're good at Black yeah. Panther. Yeah. Like, How about like an armadillo? That, armadillo. That'd be sweet ass. Yep, that'd yeah. be. Armadillo. A whale. A whale. A crocodile. A crocodile. See, that's yeah. They don't have any aquatic animals. A shark. Think about an awesome shark. You know why they don't have any aquatic ones? There's a reason. Why? Okay. Because everything is driven from dinosaurs. That's why in the original Power Rangers, it's like oh, the pterodactyl, the, the frog, triceratops. The, that's, but, but the frog is amphibian animals. I don't know. We're talking about the video. Now, I don't know where these animals. Well, I was a bear derivative of. of no, yeah, what are you I'm talking? saying oh, okay. in the TV show, like the origin was that. Yeah, but we're talking about this. Bear. We're talking about the new. Oh, wow. I don't know anything about the. New. So I'm uh, so I'm confused. They originally were derived from dinosaurs. Yes. They're on yes. the TV show. Mastodon, pterodactyl, triceratops, saber tooth tiger, tyrannosaurus. But mastodon's not a dinosaur. It's a mammal. Well, he was in <laughs> he's not even the old. same era. There's like a thousand year period right between the mastodon and the dinosaur. Now, these me new up. ones, I don't understand what, what the purpose was. Yeah, I'm understanding. That's why, like, yeah. why do they move to modernized, like, modern Still new toys. <laughs> True. Still new toys. Yeah. But why a frog? I'm still getting vaccinated. Yeah, I don't understand why the frog a frog is never like... going to make any sense to me, I guess. Like, Watch I don't a know. frog was a hot top selling it. Uh, I'm a frog. <laughs> the way he reacts, I am a frog. We, we had a lot of overstock with him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. not sell well at KB Toys. Like, I wonder why. Who is the best-selling one, White Ranger? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's why Adam was depressed. Like, shit, I'm not selling Even Rocky replacing Jason as the Red Ranger. Is just, and the White so Ranger good. had that little... Remember his... Um, his little sword that would talk and had like a head, um, what was it? What was it? Uh, Sod or something like that. Um, I don't remember. He had a name. But it had knife a had a name. Yeah, it had a. I'm gonna try and look it up. It had a name. I didn't know the knife had a name. Yeah, Tommy's sword. <laughs> the dragon sword. The blue. Remember, it used to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. it Are we looking it up? So your favorite uh, Tony was Amy Joe's character, Amy Joe Johnson. What was it about her that like? Saba. His name was Saba. Wow. Oh. I did not know that at all. Oh, I didn't know that either. There you go. What was it about the Pink Ranger that you related to so much? Or well, what drew, drew you to pink her? Pink has always been one of my favorite colors. So that, obviously, I was attracted to the fact that, oh, there's a ranger who's pink. But also, you know, she was petite. She was athletic. You know, I didn't do gymnastics, but I did ballet and cheerleading. Um, she was really kind of quirky and spunky and energetic, very bubbly. Um... I thought she was very pretty, and I liked her clothes. And uh, I don't know. There was just when I watched the show, it was easy for me to identify with her the most. Right. I liked her personality. Kimberly was like very sweet and funny and kind. Kimberly and, was uh, the voice of reason in this movie too. Yeah, she was like for she was intelligent, even though she was pretty. Like, she was. I don't know. I just she thought was, she was kind of like the all American girl. She was very sensitive. You might want to tell people what you got to do this year. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of, of Amy Jo Johnson. So a childhood dream of mine came true, and I got to meet Amy Jo Johnson, and I have my picture with her um, back in, was that July? Yeah, was July. July. yeah like the end of July. Yeah. She came to a wizard con here in Columbus, and um, it was a lot of fun. You know, it was, it was kind of an exciting moment to get my picture with her, and I thanked her for being a good role model and... Um, 
you know, wished her the best in her life and her career, and then they ushered me out. <laughs> but uh, it was really nice. <laughs> Just like them. Uh, Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, at that Wizard Con, I believe Joe Moore was there. I was there. Earlier in the day. <laughs> I was there, and I was like, is that Amy Joe Johnson? Wow. And kept moving because <laughs> Joe Johnson and that was the biggest celebrity they had there uh, no uh, you know what Flash Gordon was there yeah yes he was I think the lady who played Uhura on Star Trek was there okay too. you yeah. know what yeah. she She's might have over been over A.B. Joe Johnson and Hercules uh, Kevin Zorbo which was sad no Sasha Banks was there so. yeah oh uh, Robert Patrick was there too Kevin yeah. Zorbo was there yeah, yeah. Kevin Robert Zorbo yeah, was there so was at his uh, oh it's so depressing it was really depressing wow that, we had he the worst Comic Con ever have you ever seen <laughs> have you ever seen Sad Virgil no, uh, no. I need to check that no, okay. out. Okay, you need that to check that like out. Fantastic. That sounds like fantastic programming right there. Oh, there's Sad a pro wrestling Virgil. reference. There's a wrestler called Virgil, and he goes to these wizard worlds, and he just sits by himself, and there's no line. Really? Oh, it was a million dollar man's Virgil. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and people take his picture and they post it on the blog, and it's this rose and rose. Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I gotta set that up. I gotta find that. Oh god! If there's one thing we've accomplished today, it's it's establishing that Sad Virgil is out there and it needs to be. Taken I did, and Amy Joe Johnson is and still Amy, appearing at Comic Cons. She I did. Is. I did. I, I, I did find some uh, information about the toys, not specifically, but the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is the most popular toy of 1994 for Christmas. I bet. And uh, it actually had a billion dollars in sales in 1995 when this movie came mm-hmm. out. Wow. And it averaged 4.8 million daily viewers, which is pretty big for a Saturday morning kids show. And it aired on Fox, right? Yeah. That was like it one was of their Fox, stalwart uh, yeah, TV Fox. shows. Yeah, that was its first season. It's 6.9 in its second. So it went. I mean, and can is... we just talk about the TV show theme song? That is pretty badass. It is pretty I badass. love that theme song. Go, go, Power Rangers. It played in the movie. Only line. That was the only line, and it was amazing. Who were their uh, sidekick characters, those two guys? Oh, Bulk and Skull. Bulk and Skull. Skull. They yeah. did not get enough in the movie, Bulk yes. and Skull. Come on, <laughs> until the end. And then we'll just, I was like, okay. They but, kind of save the day. So they basically are antagonistic towards the Power Rangers, but they hang out with them. Correct. Wow. They're antagonists. They're, they're the bullies of Angel Grove High, which is original. <laughs> the bullies of Angel Grove High, but they always, for some reason, love the Power Rangers. And I was like, y'all can't put two and two together that... And I know, they always wear the same colors. Well, one of them, the heavier one, I think it's Bulk, he had a crush on the Pink Ranger, too. He was yeah. always like, trying to do stuff for her, and then he'd end up embarrassing himself. In the are TV they bullies, show. or are they people to no, feel not, bad about? They're, geeks. they're not really <laughs> I thought they were. I, thought they were I mean, bullies. they could look like bullies, but... They try to be bullies, yeah, but, but they're not they, cool. they're so I actually bad. feel bad that they're so bad at being bullies. They're so yeah. bad at being bullies. <laughs> and remember in the TV show, every time they would come in a scene, it would play like that circus-type yep. music? Yeah. So it's it. like you could never take them seriously just by virtue of music they play. <laughs> now, do people hear that music? Yeah. <laughs> and Angel Crow. Hey, 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 the music's on. We know they're coming. We know they're coming. Mogu's gone on their way. How do you know? You don't hear uh, the music? Oh, shit. I, they're saying it when you feel so bad for them. They really try hard to be bullies, but they're terrible at it. That's and they just don't go it. Yeah, they try to be bullies. What a. What a Weird conceptual character. I like to be in a writer's room when that comes up. Like, well, they were always trying to like um, uncover the Power Rangers. They were always trying to figure out who they were. Is that what they eventually started doing? In they're the still in show. the show. Yeah. Oh, they're still in the show. They're still in the show. Wait a minute. Wow. The show is still on. Wow, the yeah. show is still on. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll we'll get into that later. The show is still on. They actually maybe like a year ago just did a show where all the Power Rangers from every single generation that they've done was in one show. 
Oh wow! Wow! I and it was, it was it was it was Kimberly was not there. No, that's because she's super. Because she's too. Yeah. She's too busy beer <laughs> Wizard World. So, I'll have you know that Amy Jo Johnson is directing a movie. She's been in several different Canadian a TV shows. Movie. No, where she's won awards. And she's a really great um, singer-songwriter. She's a very talented musician. She has a beautiful she, voice. Amy Jo Johnson has a song? Yes. I'm she's looking it up. She's on Spotify. She has several CDs. She's, she's on Spotify. Awesome. Yes, she's awesome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, y'all about to get a treat. Wow. I'll, let me pick out the favorite. No, 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 no. You, you They're didn't. all good. Nope, you have dug your own grave here. Uh, no, no, don't be dissing on the favorite. Right. I draw the line right there, okay? Amy Jo Johnson. It's good Finding stuff. a song. She does not have any songs on YouTube. On Spotify. Wow. She does, too, have a song on YouTube. I don't see it. Do Type in Amy Jo Johnson. What's it called? Dancing in Between. Do Bulk and Skull have a recording contract? Uh, <laughs> probably. Oh, but Amy Jo Johnson was also on Felicity. Oh Remember my God, that TV show? Wow. See? Holy shit. <laughs> Six years ago. <laughs> See, it all started with Eddie Murphy, Party All the Night. That's right. <laughs> Everybody party all thought the time. they could party all the time. <laughs> party, all the time. party all the time, it was over. It was a carte blanche for everyone else to start. Recording songs. Well, Hulk Hogan recorded one too. That's so. true. Yeah, and so did Macho Man. Remember. Yeah, be a man, Hulk. <laughs> That's a great song, Randy Savage. Oh, Amy Jo Johnson with some acoustic. Yeah, John oh, she's Mayer a hooky. Yeah, she used to um, on the Power Rangers TV show occasionally she would bring a guitar and like sing songs. I don't know if you remember that. I do not no. remember. It that. happened. Ah, that's news to me. That's so scary. She should team up with Susanna Hoffs. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. That's enough. That, that gives us a taste. Thank you. Amy so She's enough. the modern pokey. She that's should right. have been at uh, Little Fair. You know, in She's like late the 90s. triple threat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was probably there. Yeah, she Y'all probably was. On the, on the on third side stage. Now. I'm just saying. That was good. Actually, I was pleasantly surprised. That's something that's substantial. You know, you she go. made an, she's really a good great. move. She's really great. But no, I think she's a great lady. She's doing well with her life. Well, uh, she said thank you after you uh, mentioned the world model. She Before did. they carried you off. They didn't have to carry me off. But they do, they do move you very quick. I mean, right. you know, you don't have a lot of time. Because it's Amy Jo Johnson and she has things to do. She had a huge line, though, of people that like, wanted yeah. you know, to get the photo with her. So. Grocery shopping, I don't know. So my understanding is the show was taken from a Japanese yes. property, right? Sentai Warriors. Sentai Warriors. And they just used footage from that show and overdubbed the villains with... Correct. American voices. Yes. Correct. And fun fact, uh, the movie was the first time they did not use footage oh, from the TV show. Yes. Nah, I read it that was, too. It was actual actors that time. So Rita Repulsa actually was playing Rita Repulsa. That was she her was own voice. Speaking. It was the same person who voiced her in the TV show though. Oh. I believe so. So was it a different actress before that played it her? It was some Japanese actress in the TV show. So there was show. a Japanese actress who played her on the and TV show. And then an American actress did the... the, the Voice dub. Okay. The American actress who did the voice dub, I believe, is the one who actually physically embodied her in the movie. So they switched and actors, the, the physical actors, for the yes. movie. I did not because know that. a lot of wow. that footage in the movie of Rita and the, the the actual like Megazord fights were from Japanese TV shows. Since I Japanese, was, yeah. exactly. So it wasn't the same. Well, I think the movie was the That's first why one. If you notice in the TV show, what she says does not match up with how her lips are moving. But I guess the movie was the first one that not use any of the exactly. footage. Right, yeah, yeah, they exactly. mentioned that. Yeah, and the earlier. lady who did the voice on the American TV show yeah. is the one who actually did the voice and played her in the movie. Yeah. 
That's what I think. Wow. wow. It's a layered program. Yes. <laughs> wow. It is a layered program. So why couldn't they have just taped their own footage for the TV show? Why do they have to borrow footage because from other people? Because it was probably cheaper. Like and yeah. I think, what's his name? Haim Saban or whatever. Yeah. It was um, his idea to bring that TV yeah. show over here. So The Mighty Morphin essentially is a, is a rebooted American version of that show. That's You're that's absolutely correct. On. That's okay. exactly what that is. Suki Levy. Wow. He took Saved by the Bell and he matched it with this <laughs> Voltron exactly ripoff. <laughs> well, yeah, right. That's what I was, was going to say. Voltron of the, of the 80s is the Power Rangers of the 90s. That's yeah. What, that's why, I mean, Voltron sold oh, like, it did. like nobody's business. Crazy. No, trans- I mean, you see the Vol- was Voltron before Transformers? I think uh, they're simultaneous. I don't yes. know if one predated the other. There was well, GoBots too. Well, there. Peter Cullen yeah. does the intro for Voltron. Really? Oh. Yeah, that is cool. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, yeah. does yes. the voice intro for Voltron. Unbelievable! You're welcome, Internet. Oh, <laughs> that's a bit of coming handy. It's <laughs> gonna come in handy. I'm telling you, some uh, trivia show you go to win a lot of money. I right. think that Power Rangers, though, they, when they get the voiceover actors, he's like, okay, now how can you do that worse? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, it was great and everything. Could you be worse? <laughs> could you be more? Could you be less? Less engaged. <laughs> Brian Cranston. Less engaged. <laughs> Brian, Brian Cranston, you're a really good actor, but you're you're doing it too well. You I need you to be the worst. Well, I heard they're actually rebooting, like we talked about earlier. They're doing a rebooted film version. It's supposed to be dark and more complex version of the Power Rangers. And obviously we mentioned Brian Cranston's playing Zordon, which I guess is the the link between him doing the voices in the the 90s to now getting a full-fledged on-screen role. But I think Elizabeth Banks is cast as Rita Repulsa. Yes! And we just found out that what's-his-name is going to be playing... um, Alpha 5. Oh, yes, uh, uh, Bill Hader's playing yeah, Alpha 5. Yeah. Now, aye, aye. what's the story with Alpha 5? Because he gets zapped he's by Ivanus in the movie. Zordon's okay. assistant. <laughs> how he's movie. Zordon's very inefficient assistant. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha 5 gets his ass kicked every episode, every yeah. time. You're just like, why? He strikes me as C-3PO with ADD. That's, That's true. Much <laughs> how he is. It's like, hey, Zordon. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 Alpha 5. Is a multifunctional semi set in an automation. This from woman some and her Wikipedia. <laughs> He's Zordon's trusted robot I'm gonna need assistant. Her. Listen, uh, internets, I'm gonna need Tony <laughs> to give her own opinion first before she looks say, up facts. I, I already said he was his robot assistant, but I'm telling you, we're right. paying she's, for okay. I guess, providing context. There you go. <laughs> she's there providing you. context. All right. She's voiced by Richard right. Wood. Yeah. Oh. So this is kind of an upgrade with Bill Hader doing the voice. Bill Hader seems to be cast as a lot of robots yes. behind the scenes. Yes. Because I think he did uh, BB-8. BB-8 in uh, Force Awakens. Which I did not know for the longest time. Right, right. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, see? It's crazy. But uh, I just wonder, why make a dark Power Rangers movie? It doesn't why seem like this... Why make a remake of half the movies people make remake of? That's true. True, but but a dark take like it doesn't seem like what what what, what lends what this material doesn't lend itself to a dark take, well, does it? Have you guys seen? There's a short on uh, YouTube right now that took a dark take on it. Oh wow! Where um, I, I think the Pink Ranger turns on everybody, oh. and it's you need to look it up. Look up the dark take. It's a <laughs> movie short of the Power Rangers, and it's where uh, basically uh, the Pink Ranger comes through and kills. Everybody, is this wow. a fan film? It's a fan film. So this is, is like when I watched Batman take on the Predator. Dope. That's right, <laughs> but it, no, it's super dope. It's super dark. Like Zach gets killed in his own house. 
It's, it's wow. crazy. They take it all the way back, and Zach gets killed in his own house. And the original Zach. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't part of the fun, though, that it's campy? I mean, isn't the yeah. part of the fun well, that yeah, it's kind of... That, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. But, I mean, Nobody was really taking this too seriously when they made it, or even when they were part of it. Like, at the WizardCon, we sat in on a question and answer panel with Amy Jo Johnson, and she was talking about some of the stuff behind the scenes. And, I mean, people didn't realize it was going to take off like it did and have the impact that it did. I mean, it really was just a cheesy TV show, and it just took off. Here's, right. a, here's what I, uh, here's, and I agree with this, I've also read similar comments that the reason this, this show is so popular is the same reason that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a show. Yep. It's like, kids like watching other kids save the world. Yeah. Like, because yeah. they feel right. empowered by it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, you got teenagers saving the world because they identify with these these kids. And yeah. it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> what trappings <laughs> this is, this story is involved right. in? Yeah. Kids will always gravitate toward other kids saving the world. Well, think about movies like ET or The Goonies. Yeah. You know, it's kids taking charge. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's like that. that's that's a great stamp. Stranger Things is the new thing that's out. Yep. Yeah. Right. You know. I think with this though, like uh, if you're doing, like I can't imagine a Christopher Nolanized take on Power Rangers. <laughs> right. I'm not the frog. They <laughs> but I'm the frog Christian they Bale, need. Christian Bale should play one of the Rangers. <laughs> Why am I the frog? <laughs> yeah, he was like, I want to do my own Power Ranger. Why am I the frog? Angel Grove. I'm Pat Ranger. No, shut up. Sit down. There's escalation now. <laughs> you bring a frog, they bring a bunch of birds in form for moose. You bring a bear. They're gonna bring. I'm Iron Host. Rita Repulsive. This, this show sets the record for uh, coordinated hand movements and leg movements. Like, oh yeah, like cheerleader. I think uh, you should do everything. Oh, that's every time they morph. Yeah. Why you listen to this podcast? I think everything you should do, which should be by the hand movements. I'm going to go wash this. Angel Grove needs a symbol. That's right. That's Angel right. Grove is in despair. Look around you. It's 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 California. It's bright outside. Everybody's rich. This town needs help. Angel Grove. Angel, Angel Grove. Grove. Yeah. Is Angel Grove, Los Angeles, or is it its own? I think it's its own. It's its own fictional. Is town. it like Gotham I think City? It's supposed I think to be it's like, like it's Southern Cal. Clearly, yeah, it's like Southern a, Cal. Like a Southern California city. Yeah. So, what do you guys think overall about the movie? Does it hold up for you? <laughs> I'm probably answering my own question, but I still want to humor me with your answer. Again, I I didn't realize the movie was. As shitty as it is, it is it is kind of bad. Like besides, I, seriously, Ivan Ooze is the best character in the movie. And then I thought back to like even like the uh, the the bugs at the end of the movie, the big monsters or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. the, and and this is gonna sound like really bad, but the animation is kind of shitty. But then yeah. I thought about it. It was 1995. 1995 was the same year the PlayStation One yeah. came right. out. And I was like, okay, so for 1995, this was probably... It was Twisted Metal-ish. Yeah, right, exactly. (laughs) So now for 1995, you're just like, okay, you know what? Maybe this was all right. Right. The movie isn't bad. $65 million on a $15 million budget is not bad at all. No. No. Um, That's considered a success. That's a success, success, yeah. Um, But at at the same time, I I, I don't know. I'm sure I loved it then. And then I'm watching it again. I was like, "Damn, I don't remember any of this except for the ninjutsu part, right? Yeah. Where Billy or 
whatever his name is, Adam got the frog. I'm a frog. That's the only line I remember from the movie. I'm a frog. Right. I'm a frog. I'm like, you know, this is probably the second campiest blockbuster of 95 because Joel Schumacher's Batman Forever came out that same year. Oh so that was. <laughs> I wonder which one's better at the box office. Well, oh, Batman did Batman much Forever better. Forever did much better. Yeah. It was much number better. one. Oh, wow. Yeah. This was number four. Yeah. So, yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. How about you, Tony? What's your. Uh, uh, you know, I think in many ways I, I agree with Joe's sentiment in that, you know, in 1995 I was about 10, I was either 9 or almost 10 when this movie came out, depending on the month. Um, and it was like my favorite movie. I just thought it was awesome because it was taking these characters that I like to watch on TV and putting them on the big screen. And I'm sure it seemed like an awesome blockbuster movie back then. You watch it now. Fast forward, I'm a 30-year-old woman. You know, you're watching it, and just like when I revisited some of the TV episodes when they put them out on Netflix, I was like, right. oh, boy. Why, yeah, why did I watch this? Like, right. What is going on here? But you, you keep it all in perspective, and you remember that in 1995, in I was 10, and this was 1995. Things were not as sophisticated cinematically as they are now. I like how Tony keeps pointing out the fact that she was 10 in 1995, <laughs> when I was 17 in 1995, <laughs> and I'm still having the same sentiment, like, oh, it's 1995, I was 17. Nothing wrong with that. It was a good show in 1995. Yeah. The movie was great for 1995. And when right. you're a kid, though, you, you overlook some of, some of the flaws that are actually there. You don't see that when you're a kid. You're That's true too. That. Right. Also, so. I'd like to point out that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out in 1990 and I just recently watched that again and thought it was a very shitty movie. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> very shitty you know. movie. It was, I was like, why did I fucking love you this You know, movie? I... <laughs> okay, this movie That's is totally <laughs> I don't know, man. I was I 10 years old when that came out. Animatronics <laughs> in that one, I was just like, oh, yeah. what, what am I watching? Right. And even the, the lines and... You know, whatever. It, uh, I, was, I was like, oh. You know, the cartoon series for the Turtles actually was funny. If that, I was, remember. Yeah. that was actually a really funny cartoon. Yeah, uh, I didn't remember, like, where's Bebop like and Rocksteady? Yeah, where's like, Bebop and Rocksteady? Yeah, yeah. disappointing. Yeah, but I mean, for me, this movie is incredibly nostalgic. So for that, I love it. Um, is it something, you know, that I'm going to watch forever, every day, or do I own it? No. I is own the VHS a, version. Do you? I did at one point in time. <laughs> now, I will say, when my family came to visit last year, my 30th birthday, I did rent this movie, and I did watch it with my niece and nephew. So, I am kind of... What did they think? On. Well, my nephew is too young. I don't really think... He actually likes superheroes, though. He's having a wrestling-themed party. Oh, wow. WWF party in October. Um... But, you know, it's just one of those kind of fun, cheesy movies because of its personal meaning to me. I have to say that I love it. Um, but, you know. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Scott, what was your overall impression of the movie? Wow. So, you're talking to someone that grew up with Godzilla movies yep. for the majority of my yep. childhood. <laughs> like, I would um, take... I would work and I would get $10 for doing some outside chore and then I would use that $10 and I'd go to a, a record store at the local mall and I would buy a Godzilla VHS tape and I would watch it. So I was used to the dubbing. Yes. Well, I remember when the Power Rangers came out, I wasn't into it because I had already gone through that phase in my life of watching that and Godzilla I thought was a superior uh, creation to the Power Rangers. Which in my, um, but So I didn't get into it and I think I was just kind of fading out and you know, I was like 13, so I was like, you know, you're, you're like, I don't want to be around Power Rangers, you know, I want to be cool watching this, it's not fun, it's, it's, it's campy and uh, kind of corny. Uh, but watching this movie now, 
I just, I think I gravitated to poor Paul Freeman, who's just like, hey, you put me in makeup, I'm an actor, I'm going to go do what I do. Right. And I just, like, I got so much enjoyment of watching someone do that. Um, uh, the only thing that this is missing, I wish there was... <laughs> Wish they would have had like a rapper at the time <laughs> going in this movie. I don't know who was yeah. hot. Who was who was a who was a who was like a, a child safe a, a uh, rapper in 1995. Uh, uh, young MC. Young yeah. MC <laughs> would have a song about the Power Rangers. Or immature. Yeah. Remember them? Oh my God! No, nobody remembers them. No, strike that from the record. <laughs> immature was no, no, horrible. You, don't you think this movie's missing? Like a, they're at a club. Young MC's doing like, uh, uh, well, so that's. I mean, I know that's secreted to you. There's a scene. But that's, yeah. No, there's so there's a scene where all the kids are partying because their parents are zombies, yeah. which right. is. <laughs> yeah. What's well, bizarre? It's bizarre. But all the kids are partying. But I don't even know what the song is. But is it the first song in the movie when they're doing the rollerblades? Is it Free Ride? Well, yes. Come yeah. On and take is that is that the only song they could get? <laughs> That's, there's a million classic rock '70s classic rock staples in this movie. That shocked me when I watched it. Like these yeah, are all I like. I do like the ending song when they're at the fireworks. They play um, "Dreams" by Van Halen. Oh, was, oh yeah, that was a current. Oh, song is that what they did? Time. Yeah, mm. that was a good. That's a good song. And How do they get Van Halen to participate in the Power Rangers? They get the, the, the Chili Peppers. Yeah. They played. Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, they played play uh, the. The, the cover of uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, Higher Ground. That yeah. was that was prior to the movie, though. That was like about five or yeah, six years prior to... I think that Van Halen, because it's actually Van Hagar... <laughs> I like I, to think that they made this... <laughs> that cover had fun, knowing that they were going to do this movie. Well, Don't ruin that facade. <laughs> Bust the Move came out in 1989, I, I, so I apologize, I, Internet, for that. I hate the first to bubble on the Chili Peppers, <laughs> but I know that they, co- they covered Higher Ground I thought before. that they covered Higher Ground for this movie specifically. <laughs> yeah, right. I... I this is what I think. I think that the executives of this movie said, hey, we got this awesome sky-jumping scene. Hey, Peppers, we got this awesome sky-jumping scene. We need a really good track to play during this scene. And Chili Peppers are like, you know what? We don't have a good enough track. We don't. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, we just covered the, we just did the code. Well, there's a song on we'll our album this. that no one listens to. Here you go. But we, but Stevie Wonder wrote a song good enough, so we're going to cover Higher Ground. Do you, do you think Stevie Wonder, when he wrote Higher Ground, had I, 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 I think that he wrote, when he wrote Higher Ground, he's like one day. It's seventy three. He writes one day. One day there will be a television show. Uh, I can tell you exactly why there were no rappers in uh, this movie because in nineteen ninety five, your number one hit was Shook Ones by Mob Deep. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. was number two. Old Dirty Bastard number three. Method Man, Goody Mob, Tupac, Bone Thugs and Harmony of the Far Side. Bone Thugs. And the Jizza. So I don't think Wu Tang well, and Power Rangers. Well, what was the, let's consider the Black Ranger factor too. That right. might have been a turnoff for a lot. He's gone. Right. So Black Ranger is gone. Adam, he's a frog. So, right. There you go. This is post racial Angel Grove. That's true. <laughs> I don't know, though. I can see Aisha listening to some Biggie. No, but Aisha ain't listening to shit. Aisha ain't listening to nothing. She's garbage. She's on the show one season. She's out. Aisha sucks. Hey, she made it in the movie. Was she at the the Wizard Comic Con? No. No. You know why? Because nobody remembers Aisha. No. What do you think Ivan News will listen to? Oh, it's clearly... It's clearly Kurt Vale music. It's anything vaudevillian. Like, hey, he even sings kind of when he introduces himself. I am the master of evil. I bet he listens to like circus music. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Oh, I love how he refers to himself as evil the whole time too. Like, I am evil. I am the master of hatred. I like how Zed introduces himself as Ivan to Ivan News. Let me see if I can find it. Zed introduces himself as the 
uh, sworn enemy of all that is good and wholesome. I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know what Lord said? Sworn enemy of all that is good and wholesome. I'm like, that's an introduction there, is it? I am a sucker for super villains <laughs> that declare themselves as evil. They're proud of being evil. Like, on Super Friends, they had the Legion of Doom, and they would have meetings like, we've gathered you all the forces of evil. Yeah. To gather to destroy good. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's you, awesome. You know what? The- hey, I'm in the wrong place. Because <laughs> they always teach you as a villain, you really shouldn't play your villain as a villain. You should do it from a point of view. <laughs> Ow! Does an actor work through that <laughs> when he's playing Ivan Ooze, who's, who's basically gleefully evil? It, the yeah. dialogue just talks about how evil you are. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I know I've been trained to, not, to think that my villain is a hero, that I have the right point of view. <laughs> How do I do it when I say I'm evil and everyone hates me? He also was. He also basically was the comic relief of this movie. Yeah. I mean, he really was <gasps> probably one of the only. What? There's a rapper named Ivan Ooze. No way. <laughs> From Melbourne, Australia. What he year needs. Did he come out? Oh God, no! He needs to be in the reboot. <laughs> he, he does. Needs to get him on the reboot. Uh, Ivan <laughs> Ooze, 2014. Oh man. From Melbourne, Australia. His rhymes stick. Uh, He's beefing with <laughs> Iggy Azalea. That's hilarious. Wow. Oh All right, that's enough. Oh, my God. That's Rapa awesome. Rapa news. <laughs> well, my thoughts on this franchise are... <laughs> yes, follows. yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, um, I have no preconceived idea of this other than the few moments in the 90s when I would flip through channels and like, oh, this is strange. But uh, as I watch it now... There's a lot of kitsch factor in this. I mean, I accept it for what it is. I don't judge it. You know, it's 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 a schlocky kids movie. Yes. Uh, I can't say it wasn't entertaining because I was kind of gleefully entertained by, it, especially Ivan News. I mean, it just it's ridiculous. It's just mm-hmm. kitsch, ridiculous stuff. You know, I don't think that uh, you could ever take it seriously the way that you know, like let's say the Goonies, which is actually a legitimately good film in, in the same ballpark. You know, it's a well written film. This is just. This was a moneymaker. It's a moneymaker, yeah. yeah. It, it was a franchise. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's market the toys, get those toys sold yeah, and all that stuff. capitalize on the success of the show. Right. But I had a good time, and, and uh, like I said, we like Paul Friedman. Belloc from Raiders of the Lost Ark with his second iconic villain, Ivan Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Back. you could pick which one you prefer. You know, the, the French archaeologist or the... I'm going to go uh, with French archaeologist. Yeah, French archaeologist. The surprising thing is he didn't do much outside of those two movies. No! I, I don't... Well, Paul well, Freeman should be for hire, guys. Yeah. If you wanna, what a diverse um, well, resume for him. Yeah, absolutely. Was the Power Rangers his second movie? No, he did a lot of movies, but this is clearly... Was Power Rangers I, his next movie after... No, he did movies, but none of them were like... I recognize really or no, they're probably B movies that were probably this, like the, on the cable. people who cast him in these other movies know he was going to eventually do Power Rangers. I, I'm thinking, yeah, he, I think it's probably think, ruined it. Yeah, I, I think his career was in the toilet and then he did this movie. Gotcha. I, I don't think it was, yeah. I think your cause and effect, I think his career wasn't what he this was the upswing it. for this, him. This yeah, was, this was, you know what, this movie made money, it did, it was okay. clearly the most popular. Troy at the time, so this was a big deal for for an actor like that. It's true. Now they, I think they were cheap. I don't think they hire big name actors to do anything. So well, they, uh, yeah, but I think they made some. I think they made. So some they made money. money. But they made yeah. money. They made a lot they of money. money. But they weren't. Well, TV show alone made a lot of money with the merchandise. That's true. Well, they're not doing it the way they're doing it now. With Elizabeth Banks and Brian Cranston, are clearly right. established. Figures. There's no one even well, remotely close. No, to that. A, that movie is at a hundred and fifty first... million dollar budget. Yeah. yeah. 
Here's what I'll say about any franchise from anybody's childhood. There's always a chance it's going to have a revival because if you're attracting people like Brian Cranston and Elizabeth Banks to a reboot at this day and age, there's something there that people and like and are gravitating towards. And you're so. making it darker. Yeah. yeah. And it's getting all this press and all this buzz. Yeah, no, it's it's going to do well. It, it resonates. I mean, the, the franchise resonates like with people. People who grew up with the show and loved it are going to see it just for the virtue of we want to see this. Right. Absolutely. Right, I mean, and it'll be better than other properties that I've seen from my childhood adopted from oh, other directors. Yeah. I won't get to that no, at a no, later time. <laughs> we will that. be at a, at a certain uh, podcast. This, we do proves that, this once again proves that the toys that we grew up with are still awesome. Yep, because yeah. they're still going strong. Yep, they're still selling. They are. I don't know what kids. If, if it wasn't for what we were into, there's a He-Man movie coming out soon. I heard movie too. Coming yeah. Out? Wow. yeah. So I, that, that teenage. I don't know how well the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Did. I watched it. It's. I can't is stand it, it. Is it bad? Well, they, they're like monsters. Well, right. They're not. They, they look. Whole- what, what was? You know, you can say what you will about that first movie, but at least it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it was bad. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. But turtles aren't supposed to be monsters. They're supposed to be. They're huge. They're like monstrous. Yes. I and mean, they're supposed to be teenagers. I'm like, yeah. But it's Michael but Bay, and that's a whole other. It's supposed to be like good guys, of garbage. Yeah, no, Michael yeah. Bay ruined Transformers, and I've watched all of them. Yeah, so I just keep watching. I'll be, them. We'll be addressing that soon. Yeah, actually, I, I, I would love to be on that podcast too. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bay ruined Transformers. Oh yeah, I'll actually just post that. Michael Jeez. Bay ruined Transformers. That's it. Uh, we usually uh, at the end of the podcast we cover like. Uh, I think that the best format to watch a movie outside of a movie theater, seeing it live, is on Blu-ray. I am sad to say that this is the first movie that we've covered on a podcast that is not available oh, on Blu-ray. Not available. It's not available on Blu-ray. It's on DVD. It's, it's also on, <laughs> it's that's, entirety on YouTube. So. <laughs> that's that's probably a good thing because that's I right. God, those you didn't hear it from us, yeah, but so. uh, it's on there. Those effects are bad. Are a little distorted that one. We were yeah. just watching it on YouTube. Yeah, it, they're 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 looking for it on Blu-ray.com. They're just once it, it's an announcement there, they'll they'll let us know. I will let wow. everyone know when it comes out on Blu-ray. I'll announce it on Seminole Wheeler Day that it's available. Uh, I want to thank our very special guest Joe Moore for joining us today. Yes, this is an awesome yes, podcast. Thank you. thank you for having me. Uh, I know Joe, you're involved with a variety of different uh, things going on right now. Did you want to talk about those? Um, uh, hashtag comedy uh, improv every Wednesday at Shadowbox Live, seven thirty p.m. Only for five bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, TBD the musical, which is our second company, just got residency at Shadowbox, so now we will be doing every other Friday starting October fourteenth. Seven thirty for five bucks, and that is a totally made up musical that you name, and we go through and do like long form musical, and it's ridiculous. Uh, so that's going on, and then conspiracy, twenty seven years in running. Wow! Uh, congratulations! And I've been in the band for seven of it. So, and we performed last night for two thousand people, and it was ridiculous. And I'm hurting, and my voice is raspy, and all that. <laughs> yeah. Stuff. So and. The, those public shows, you know, they just come as they go. So, we'll let so you this know like conspiracy band on Facebook or yes, like conspiracy band hashtag comedy Columbus comedy, and you'll get the updates. There. You'll get all that stuff. All that stuff. Excellent. Uh, we also have a few activities of our own coming up as well. Uh, later this month, there's the Columbus Improv Festival, yes. which is taking place the 18th through the 24th. Uh, a variety of different workshops and shows taking place during that week. Scott and I on the on the 20th of Thursday are going to be performing as the Wheeler Brothers. Yes. The opening act of that, that night. Wow. 
Oh, that won't be our debut, though. That won't be our debut, <laughs> which <laughs> I will get to in a minute with that <laughs> okay, one. Okay, okay. Uh, we're also, uh, my my very first improv troupe, Squishy, which was 10 years ago performed, they're reuniting for their 10th anniversary show that same night. So uh, we'll actually be hawking that at, at some point as well. But it's going to be fun, and uh, there's a lot of variety in general in Columbus right now with improv. It's just it's just swarming all over the place. Yes. Um, but Scott and I will also making our debut as the Wheeler Brothers at the Improv Wars in a couple weeks as well. Yes. Uh, that'll be fun. That's yeah. the, what date is that? It's October... Uh, is it October 6th, I believe. October Thursday 6th, yeah. Nice. We'll be competing with three other troops. And uh, we're sending out a warning to all those troops right now. <laughs> no, it's, it, listen. I saw that more, more that, store hour. More store oh, comedy shit. hour or... Mark Store Comedy Hour is uh, October twenty second. So think. yeah, wow, Wars is a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. It is. So so there's a lot of things to check out. Um, also, of course, check out uh, Cinema Wheeler Tay. Uh, you can find us on on Facebook and Twitter, and we have our own Podpeen page and iTunes. So there's a variety of different places you can access the the, the website. Do you have yeah, anything? Yeah, if you like what you hear, gang, be kind and. Rewind. <laughs> rewind. The I thought he was going to say that. Damn it, I'm Make sure you rewind. When you're done listening to this, rewind you the podcast. And rewind. <laughs> and you have to because it's not on Blu-ray. Ah, oh, nice. You true. have to watch it on tape. It's not on Blu-ray. And if you guys want to see this movie and you don't want to, you know, stream it on YouTube, it's five ninety nine at Best Buy right now. There you go. Excellent. It's also available for a dollar rental at your local family video. Family video. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Shout out to Family Video on uh, High Street. Shout right. out to Family Video. Yes. All day. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Joe. This is awesome. And, no problem, uh, man. Thank you guys for having me. Anytime. I'm glad you got your life enriched by watching this movie for us again. Yeah, in the man, I'll tell you what, man. It was, it was, a, <laughs> it was an experience. It was an experience. That's exactly what it was. It was an experience, and I was like, why am I watching this? Right. Oh, my God, it's so good. Oh, your, your conspiracy pan fan base is probably very happy. Yeah, that's right. right. They are proud of me right now. They're they like, are. and I'm never going to live it down ever again. Awesome. Right. Well, thanks a lot, everybody, and we'll uh, see you next time. Wait, 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 where, where you go, where you go? Wait, play this, play this. Ah! ah! There you go. Bye. Bye-bye. Frankly, I'm sick of your ugly faces and your dull personality.